0: A great future we're talking real money
1: hi i'm don that's my buddy tom who lives in the puget sound region and is just too tough to have air conditioning in his home
2: all i can say i'm glad the seattle area finally made the new york times i'm just so uh-huh. darn happy yeah. for
1: that so yeah we reasons aforementioned you're too you're too tough for ac huh Yeah, there'll be some famous last words <laughs> And, you know, for years you've been telling me this, too. I got, I co- I've come out to visit, like, I don't know, a dozen times, and every time I come out, it's ridiculously hot. And You go, oh, oh, this is aberrant. This is aberrant. We, we just don't need air conditioning here in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, I go, well, why then am I sleeping in your basement sweating? Remember when I, stay, I stayed in your basement? Yeah. Okay, well, first of all, I, I don't think you should question why you have to sleep in the basement. Oh, that no,
2: should be good. readily apparent due to our 30-year relationship. That should be pretty easy to figure out.
1: It was in the sweating part. In terms of the part. heat, yeah. that's the
2: other thing. I could see that, but still.
1: <laughs> a hundred and a, The air conditioner in the office will not keep up with that. You know that.
2: No, it won't. You know, I'm hot today, and it's not even a hot day yet. Well, because your so weather... I, you're all
1: weather so, wimps, you know. Come on, yeah, come, down Florida, a, see, come down yeah, to Florida. Come down to Florida. We'll right. toughen you. I, guys I agree up. with
2: that. Seattle is the very middle. Nothing ever happens. It doesn't yeah, get too hot, too cold. Be weather people. Till nowadays, it
1: does. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Talking Real Money. I know you thought Talking Real Weather for a minute because we had you fooled, and uh, we can't talk weather because 111 sounds painful in Bellevue. 935 uh, talk is our phone number. three five8255 You can call us. With anything that's um, you know money oriented, not weather
2: related. If
1: yeah. they want to talk money and weather, no. How much? Okay, how much air weather. conditioners are going for? Right maybe now. some.
2: Maybe some. I think I had this right. Some hot stock tips. Ooh, hot no, you t- Great. You. you got. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. investment.
1: Yeah. A bad investment. Weather pun in one. Well, I can do more. I mean, no, 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 a no, no. Really we're gonna good. Make a we're good. No big no. splash. We're not in the pool. Sorry. Tom. Tom yeah. put up his above ground pool. Oh
2: please! You're gonna have to. I knew you'd have to hit me
1: with that one today. I'm Come on! Of, I'm thinking about featuring it on uh, a future YouTube I, okay, video. First of all, what?
2: Full disclosure: what? I did not. I did not put up the. You know, there's someone else in this house that put it up. I had basically nothing she, to do with that. So let's she be had fair actually
1: about that. little or no faith in your ability to put together the four foot ladder. She knows me well. Yeah. Well,
2: okay. I, I, that's true. I did put the ladder together. <laughs> you put, what did she say? She goes. What well, she you know, people started-
1: have to get on that. You know, right? <laughs> you know that. I know.
2: I'm like, yeah just want to remind you of
1: that. Apparently, she's really Come aware on. of Tom's uh, <laughs> home skills, home repair skills.
2: Wow, this anything yeah. generally using my hands, not but, the best. But the good so. news
1: is he's good with money. So you're good, folks. You're good. Call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And we want to give you a sincere, heartfelt thank you doesn't sound like it so far. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Ah. And thank you so much for absolutely religiously following our sound science-based academic advice that all of you with whom we speak claim... Well, not all of you. Many of you claim to follow to the letter. You're using index funds. You're massively diversified. You've got international exposure. You've got small cap value. You don't time the markets. You don't buy individual stocks. You are an excellent investor, right?
2: Until we actually look at your portfolio, and then sometimes we scratch our heads. Yeah, because in the last week I wrote these down. Um <laughs> wait just in the last what you just dis- this is the last week. Okay. Uh this and by the way yes it always comes down to what you just said. People generally call us they want to look at our, my portfolio but I'm doing everything you guys say. Okay. All right, you don't have to be defensive. It's your portfolio, do as you like. Uh and then we found someone that had about 50% of their portfolio in individual stocks, 25 of them. Mm,
1: do we say we no to believe, that? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's just too much risk. Uh yeah. they can default. We found someone who had <laughs> A lot in specialty funds. I won't say what the specialty was, but limited type of, you know, industry, shall yeah, we say? Yeah,
1: f- segments of the economy, sectors. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, that was number three, was sectors. Ran into someone who had four different sector funds and thought they were widely diversified. Ran into someone who had all of their money in large U.S. companies. That is very typical, by the way. Most people have. Most of their money in the Standard & Poor's 500. Uh-huh. Uh, ran into a person this week that said, you know, I'm pretty conservative. I don't like to take a lot of risk with my money because I'm retiring soon. They're 65 years old, and they have 100% of their money in stocks. 100% wow, of their does money, not which is conservative. It. No, you, it does, no does. it's not conservative. That's not conservative. And then the, my favorite, I don't believe in market timing, but oh, well, last spring, when the world lecture was coming to an end, I did move to cash,
1: and I have not reinvested yet. We heard from a lot of people. We've heard from a lot of people who did that. I panicked last year and I'm just waiting for it to go down. Uh huh. We'll talk more about this in a moment.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our vestry advisors help you save your future at vestry.com, vestory.com. V E S T O R Y.com.
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Hi there, welcome back to our get-together, where we talk about money, we talk about life, we talk a lot about investing, and how to do it right, because we know that you're not doing as good a job as you might think you're doing. I, I know, we know you think you're doing a really great job, but we tend to, as human beings, we tend to kind of paint a better picture of our own abilities than we deserve and and this is not to criticize this is oh, just that's a nice nature. way of
2: saying we think more of ourselves than we really
1: should is that yeah what you're saying? Well, we think a lot okay. more of ourselves than we really should and particularly when it comes to our investing skills face it you stink at investing you just do you need help that's why we're here There aren't a lot of people who are going to give you good advice. We at least are among the few who will give you the right advice. The problem is you need to actually take it.
2: Yeah, and and many of you do, by the way, especially podcast listeners. It seems like they're more serious in some ways than the people listen to us on the radio. Uh, But again, we, we just touched on this briefly, Don, that people that I chatted with here literally within the last week, most of them told me, yes, I'm a follower of the show. I listen religiously, and I do what you guys say. Then I look at your portfolio and say, when were you listening? Uh, because these are not things. So let's just unpack this just a little bit more. Okay, first of all, individual stocks. Many of you hold individual stocks. The only reason I can ever ascertain you'd want to hold an individual stock is to beat the market right otherwise why wouldn't you just own the market well
1: there's another way you're going to end up with individual stock and that is if you work for an employer who matches you in stock or who gives you stock that's restricted you may have to have some of that company stock for a while otherwise you're right why would you have the stock of a company unless you thought that that company you believed fully in that company's at certainty of beating the market.
2: And the other thing is when you hold that stock at your in place of employment, you generally have more confidence in that company than you should because you're there every day. You see what's going on. You believe the future is bright for that company. And, yes, I did know people that worked in Washington Mutual toward the end, and they were sure it would all work out. They just didn't know how it would work out. It didn't work out well. Let's put it that way. Individual stocks, again, the the academics are going to look at the stocks you hold and say the expected performance of those stocks or whatever asset class they are in. In other words, whatever type of stock it is, big, small, whatever, growth value, that's the expected performance. And the risk you're taking to get the performance of the market way off the charts because some companies default they go out of business you never hear from them again that's number one number two yes uh we ran into (laughs) last week great conversation with uh with a fella that uh, is already retired he manages his own money which i think is great he's taking care of things but he wanted us to look at his portfolio we brought it in we took a look at it he has about half of the portfolio in specialty funds one particular area of the market i don't know how how specific you want me to get with all this no
1: you don't but they get i mean we you can get very specific you can really uh tune your portfolio and and get right down in there into very tiny segments of the market but i don't care what segment it is whether you you could say well you know healthcare. people are getting older it's going to do better you you'd own it in a diversified portfolio you don't want to overweight it because you don't know what can happen to other Economic forces out there that could change. For example, could healthcare, let's say it's nationalized. Well, that's going to hurt a lot of the private healthcare companies. So you betting too much on any one sector is dangerous.
2: And in this case, this is a bet that includes legalization of a certain type of. Oh, well, uh, now we know what that I is. Mean, so, yeah. Anyway. So, I mean, the point is, and I, I think one of the stocks is down by 90%. I mean, wow. so this is a bet. Yeah. It has to be considered a bet, a, a flyer, a hope. Uh, we don't believe in those, uh, sector funds. You kind of mentioned that briefly, Don, that we don't think you should go pick which part of the economy is going to do better than another. Because first of all, it's already priced into the price of that security. In other words, the people that trade all of this have already said, well, yeah, healthcare is going to go up faster than blank. Because by the way, healthcare costs have gone up about twice what inflation has for, I think, the last 20 years. So, but that's built into the price of that security, that sector. That's a
1: problem. Right. When the you think market, you're be smarter the than market else. is smarter than you are. The market is all of us. And in aggregate, we're pretty darn good at efficiently pricing something. It's like the old jelly bean game where if you have enough people vote how, on how many jelly beans are in a jar, the average amount from the crowd is usually really close to accurate when no one could possibly know. And this is another one that we see a lot
2: that people, they, they will argue with us about this, which is fine. Again, this is your money. But many people, two last week, who had a portfolio all in large U.S. companies, because people have a tendency to trust the Standard & Poor's 500, 500 of the largest, most secure companies in the United States of America, right? And all the names that you know, right? Apple, Microsoft, et al. They make up a large part of the Standard & 500. The track record over the long haul, and yes, we did a podcast on what is the long haul. In the long run, we're all dead, so it doesn't matter. But the long haul is uh, by being globally diversified, you've actually made a little bit more money and you've reduced the volatility. And yes, I get there's some discomfort with investing, exposing part of your portfolio to markets outside of the United States, but it's worked out at least to this point. What the future looks like, it's always uncertain.
1: Okay, it's worked out overall to this point, but the problem is people tend to either get greedy or fearful. Well, I want to be in the area that's doing the best right now, not the one that's doing the worst, and then I want to switch. So if international is going to be better in the future, I'll get into that when it's time to get into that, and I'll stay in the U.S. until it's time. That leads you to to your other issue. Well, and this
2: is this is yeah, this is one comes up all the time. In fact, we our advisor talked to someone recently who who was talking. They have an advisor, this person who told them we don't market time because market timing is reading tea leaves. We're talking about fundamental analysis. We use numbers to determine when to be in the market, when to be out of the market. I hate to break them to them. That's still market timing. That is still deciding when to be in the market more, out of the market more, move around depending on whatever numbers you look at. And again,
1: that is an attempt to beat the market. And I am relatively confident that your local financial advisor does not know more. About the companies he or she follows and tracks than do people who follow and track one company for a living in New York or London or wherever they might be. You, you can't be a, you can't beat the experts.
2: And this is something people believe and which does bring me to this point we touched on very briefly about going to cash or about what the immediate future may hold or about is the economy going to pick up now and take off should i invest more in stocks or should, is it going to go down should i get out again that's a style of timing there is no indication that that will make you more in fact the indication is you will end up with less
1: yeah there's absolutely no evidence to support these ludicrous and spurious contentions if you want to do it right you actually have to listen 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 Carefully to what we're telling you and accept being the market.
0: Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. Tom and I created Vestory to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and
1: Don are talking real money. I kind of feel bad. I'm, I'm, I'm here in the mountains of Virginia and, um, in a house with two full-sized air conditioners upstairs and down, uh, HVAC units. And, uh, and, and I feel bad. I, I'm feeling terrible. If I
2: had rotten eggs to throw three thousand really miles right bad. now, I would throw them. But I don't. So, get, and by the way, it was we mentioned this in passing at the beginning of the show? The New York Times did do a piece on Seattle today, talking about how. It's still like, I think less than half the people in the greater Seattle area have air conditioners mm-hmm. because we either don't think the weather calls for it or we're tough
1: Northwesterners and we don't need that kind of stuff. Heck yeah. You even yeah. go, you even yeah. go down to the friendly neighborhood car dealer and say, air conditioning in that car? Take that stuff <laughs> right Seattle. out. Take it out. I don't need <laughs> I'll no stink in here. My serious condi- XM though. That's I wonder how many, cause are. you know, cars, air conditioning is, <laughs> it used to be you could get a stick and you could get a car without air. B- yeah, both automatics and air are pretty much standard equipment if the car is newer i am betting that about half of the population of the greater puget sound region is going to be sitting out in the driveway with the ac running in the car just let it rip yeah yeah honey i'm going to the yeah, office we'll no i'm just going to sit in the car yeah i mean
2: the office is going to be hot on monday so we'll see it'll be curious
1: but our advice has a cooling effect oh on your heated up well, Financial. I've never done
2: a show with this many fans. I'll put it that way. Now They're operating yeah, these, around the house right the, now. The
1: problem is uh, that in, in, the, in the place where you are, in addition to the outside air, it's filled with internal hot air.
2: <laughs> the bl-
1: just blast watch.
0: furnace.
1: Uh, 855-935-TALK. That is our phone number. Give us a call. 855-935-8255. You can call us any time you want and leave your question but during the show you can call live and we talk live and we we love doing that with you eight five five nine three five talk as a matter of fact call us with your portfolio you're a lot of you're going to be staying home you don't want to go out in the hot it's not that hot right now is it it's not bad pretty i think hot. it's ninety. that's pretty hot for you guys um you might want to just go grab your statements and you know, on the show, let's no, just ninety three. Pardon me. Let's yeah. go through it and make sure you're doing this right. You want to do it right. This is your future that's on the line. And that's something I don't understand: is why people want to play with their future. I can understand wanting to play with money to get rich quickly. I, I mean, I can understand that. But why would you play with your long term future? Eight five five nine three five talk. Mike, welcome to Talking Real Money.
3: How's it going?
1: Good, good, good. How how are you?
3: I'm doing good. Driving over the uh, pass heading to, to Eastern Washington. So, hey, um, I've got kind of a lengthy question. I don't know how much of this we can actually handle right now, but uh, we, we've talked before. But I'm not planning to retire. But just for grin, let's say that I did decide to retire this year, and I'm 60 years old Mm kind of wanted to get an idea of what the path would look like i have uh, about 2.3 million in stocks and uh, 401k
1: and you guys will hate it
3: but 700,000 of that alone is in apple stock
1: we hate Uh, that yes
3: yes i know yeah i know i know you're i know where we go on that Uh, and i love
1: apple i love apple just not the stock i know yeah exactly
3: so uh, $2.3 million in, uh, in 401K, uh, actually 700000 of that is is the privately held stock, uh, not in the 401K. Uh, mm-hmm. Six years old, wouldn't be taking Medicare, uh, uh, Social Security until age 70. But what would be the process? If I were to come to you guys and say, hey, look, it, well, here's the issue, is that I the worst thing that could ever happen to an investor happened to me. I got market timing right the first time I tried it. And then thought that I knew how to time the market. I got out right as Obama was coming into office. And then once the economy started to pick up, I put all my money back in. And I thought, oh, hey, I know how to do this now. So in the last four years, I've gotten out of the market twice and then watched it Zoom up. Um, I am fully invested again. So, you know, I, I kind of... Hang on a good. second. Okay, Mike,
1: well, Mike. here's what we're going to do. We're going we're to gonna kind of peek at these numbers. Tom's going to put on his advisor cap again and take off his... That big hat with the fan in it that's cooling his brain off, and uh, try to let you know how you could retire if you wanted to. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestory to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: for a really great
1: future we're talking real money all right we're trying to help mike retire even though he's not retiring at 855-935-TALK on talking real money Uh, about 2.3 million dollars 60 years old and tom what are your thoughts on mike's retirement potential
2: well, this is always comes down to first of all what your cost of living is, how much money you need to pay the bills and to do the things in retirement you wanted.
3: All now. right, let's because ask Mike. Mike, are
1: you still there? Yes, I am. What's your annual yeah, cost of living?
3: Uh, it's going to be really low. I have my house fully paid off. Uh, let's say probably thirty thousand dollars, including Holy all expenses, oh and
2: that God. would Mike, be even Mike. a little bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, so, so you're, let's just give some rough numbers. You're 2.3 million at, if you took out 4% of that a year is about 90 grand a year. So the first thing would be to look at your whole portfolio and figure out the most tax efficient manner to create the income from that, because some might be pre-tax, some might be post-tax, like Roth, and some might be regular taxable. So you'd have to have a strategy there. Number two, in my heart of hearts, if you retire at 60 to wait until age 70 to take social security might be a long time that's a lot of stress to put on your portfolio uh, at, but not at two percent per year or no. one and a half yeah.
1: percent per year that's well, no it, stress
2: what what are you talking about oh if you're uh, only taking out one or two yeah, percent, yeah he, he'd portfolio. only be taking
1: out one and a half or two percent to live very comfortably
2: well now but he did say we did the other i thought i heard something about health care in there do you have a way to pay are you gonna no, be oct- no, you know, i have, have an oct- to pay for yeah. my own
3: health care yeah. And All I, right, well, I can
1: tell problem. you what that's going to be. That's going to be about $2,500 a month. What? Yeah, no to get private insurance? Yeah. For one person? Well, are you one person or two? I'm one person. All right, still going to be still going to be twenty I'd grand.
2: Twelve hundred. No, okay, that yeah, might it's going it to be twenty because uh, you got to cover deductibles.
1: You, you got to cover deductibles, copays. It's gonna. It's that a- adds another aspect. And by yeah. the way, so th-
2: I mean, that's another worry that when you retire at sixty, you have to wait five years to get Medicare, right? I mean, that's right. a long time. I and mean, even Medicare, of course, is not free the way many people think it is.
1: Just part A. Um.
2: So those would be other factors. And then the other factor, frankly, is. The, the looming ship in the night for me is the $700,000 in Apple, which has had a great run. But that's still a third of your overall holdings. It makes me queasy because if something goes wrong at Apple and in the technology sector, things certainly can go wrong is, and they can go wrong fast.
3: Is
1: that inside or outside a retirement account? Uh, uh, that's outside of a retirement account. I guess,
0: I
3: guess my, my question really boils down to this because I think – going with a fiduciary is the way I need to go. That's going to protect me from myself from the next time Mm -hmm. I get scared, taking all my money out or throwing all my money in. It's going to, it's going to give me that stability. But if I do, and you guys want to put me into uh, dimensional funds, for example, what do I do? What, what happens with all of that money I have in the market? Do I have to pay? You gotta, you've got money? to
1: tax manage it. You must. Ta- no good fiduciary advisor is going to have you liquidate $700,000 worth of taxable gains in a single year. That would be utterly irresponsible and not in your best interest.
2: Yeah. So what would happen would be accounts would be open for you. Then money would be rolled over in kind. In other words, the holdings you already have in Apple. Then you would come up with a long term strategy to sell out of that position.
1: As part advisors, of rebalancing in part yeah, two.
2: Yeah. I have seen advisors sell everything. I think that's irresponsible because that just creates a huge tax hit. You would come up with something over 10 years Or, or hopefully less, but you'd be selling out of those shares over time, and as you said, moving into mutual funds or exchange traded funds would be far more diversified.
1: What you, what you, what a good advisor is going to try to avoid is bracket creep, and there's even bracket creep with with capital gains. So you you want somebody who's really going to sit down and look at those numbers carefully and say, okay, this year you can take this much out because bear in mind nobody likes to pay taxes on a gain, but someday you've got to pay taxes on a gain. It has to happen. And it's better sooner than later in a case like this so that you can improve the quality of the overall portfolio and your ability to weather the storms that might occur when you're in retirement. Right now, you can weather them because you've got the job to back you up. That's your emergency plan. But someday, you won't have that emergency, and that's why it's got to be properly diversified.
2: Mike, did we answer your question for you? Yeah,
3: I need to meet with a young man whose last name happens to be the same as yours, Tom. I'll uh, I'll be
2: meeting with him again soon, and we'll talk about
3: it. Well, he
1: needs work, so oh, good. No. I'm no. glad to hear that. <laughs> Not nepotism <laughs> again.
2: No. <laughs> we don't believe in that at Vest. Yeah, no, no way, man, no way. Well, Can my Mike, daughter get a job? <laughs> By the way, Mike, I respect a man who <laughs> yeah. has to go to eastern Washington this weekend to get some sun and heat. So yeah. good luck with that, yeah. because it doesn't exist over here. So.
1: Amazing. I just can't get over how hot it's going to be there. I I, I truly can't wrap my head around it. It's like, I, I don't think I've ever experienced heat like that, ever.
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. <laughs>
0: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: The reason we do this is because so much of your life, so much of your existence involves dealing with money. You're spending it. You're earning it. You're uh, trying to control it. You're trying to control your spending, your debt. You're trying to, though, and we hope all of you are trying really hard to invest it for your future. But it's a, it's a balancing act, getting this right. That's why we want you to call us at 855-935-TALK so we can help you get it right, at least get it better. 855-935-8255. You can also send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com, which is our website. And you can type them in, you can speak them in, but people tend to type them in like this. Don and Tom, five years ago, I found myself $109,000 in debt. Know the feeling. That's a Don aside. I've been paying it down and have consolidated it into one loan, but unfortunately, it has a high percentage rate of 12.49%. I have tried to refinance it twice and can't get the bank to lower it. Over the last two years, I have begun to invest. I currently have about twenty thousand dollars in a post-tax brokerage account i have paid almost eighty five thousand dollars off of my debt off and was wondering if i should use the money in my investment account to pay the rest of the debt off i am military and am maxing out my tsp contributions and i don't want to touch that good
2: yes i mean the fact is to pay 12 percent to others uh while you're trying to make hopefully eight to ten percent if you're a great investor, mm-hmm. uh, it's a no-brainer to me. Uh, it's compounding interest. I mean, every day mm-hmm. they're throwing it's Let's just get rid of that, clean that up. And you already said you're putting money in the TSP, which is a great retirement program. So absolutely on that one.
1: And you're working, and it sounds like you're relatively young still. You're going to be building that TSP up until it's a lot. You can use what you should do is take the money that you are now paying toward. The 100 or what the 20 some odd thousand in debt that's left because you've already paid off 85,000. Take that that money and start funding a Roth IRA if you're eligible, uh, or put it in your post tax brokerage account and start refunding it. But 12.49, one, you can't get that, as Tom said. And two, let me tell you, and Tom will attest to everybody who's done this paying off your debt just feels great
2: it does yeah i mean dave ramsey's right about that in many ways it right there's a psychological so aspect good. absolutely
1: yeah as a matter of fact life looks brighter when you're out from under the darkness of that debt load
2: i agree uh the only thing that would feel better would be an air conditioner somebody wants to drop that off at my place uh, sometime this afternoon that would be terrific you have one one i have two room ones we oh, have, you have two. two room ones where's the other yeah, room one yeah. well take a guess
1: in aria's room the
2: room above yes she has
1: hers there too yes oh, good for her i thought she was gonna she's suffer 13 she's 13 she's let her suffer can.
2: i know i well i put my grand <laughs> the grandsons came over yesterday and they had to take a nap before they got to go in the above ground pool I put them in their room. Their room was about 112 degrees. Needless to say, they did not fall asleep. Wait, it but was that very, was very, very
1: yesterday? Big. It was that hot? Yes.
2: Oh, I I can't even wait to go up there today. This probably burst into flames or something. So, yeah, it's wow. uncomfortable.
1: That sounds really painful.
2: You want to hit me with another one? By the way, sure. thank you for your service. Uh, we do appreciate it, and it is absolutely recognized. So <laughs>
1: You're going to love this one. <laughs> this is out of out of, uh, out of Tennessee. Brentwood, Tennessee. Now that, that's a Nashville suburb. Right up suburb. the road for you there. Yeah, not yeah, not far from where I am. Several hours, mm-hmm. but yeah, all right. Close. Here's the question: <laughs> One weekend, I'm laughing because the question's funny to me. Okay, good. One weekend I'm while on driving phone. through Houston, Texas, I heard an infomercial for investing in viaticals. I'm not really interested in the product, but I don't remember ever hearing you address them before. Thoughts?
2: Yeah, because they went out. They, it, they we, came in. They went out. They, they because we have, ah, uh, they're back. Wait, wait a minute. Really? Yeah. I guess they never went completely away, but they went mostly away. Do you want to describe what yeah, that a, investment a, is? A viati-
1: a viatical agreement. Uh, viatical, there are viatical funds, not like mutual funds, but, uh, private products where these viatical companies go to people with life insurance policies who are supposedly terminally ill and they buy they give them cash that they can use while they're alive they Cash out
2: the policy and, and
1: they, give the they for money. example you know a hundred thousand dollar policy they might give the person eighty thousand or seventy five thousand dollars up front and then when that person kicks the bucket they collect the hundred thousand dollar death benefit it is one of the most ghoulish investment vehicles I'm ever. trying
2: to think of a worse one. Well, maybe betting on lean hogs might be worse, but yeah. okay, that's a whole other thing. But,
1: so. but the fact of the matter is they are so horribly abused. They're unregulated. They There was a long period of time where... Uh, People were lying about their health status to sell their policies. And people with viaticals ended up spending all this money on a policy and they have to wait 30 years for the person to die, taking their returns from double digits to fractions of single digits.
2: You know, this is one of those products, too, also where I look at it and say, why? Why do you need it? Aren't investing in stocks and bonds enough or real estate? I mean, why do you need another thing that can make you, I get it. You need it because there's a market, guy selling
1: right? it. You need it ah, because there's okay. somebody on the radio selling it because yeah. they know it's unregulated. They know they're going to make a fortune because they ah. get all the money up front when they sell it. And they, you're the sucker taking all the risk on the backside.
2: And, yeah, you mentioned the, them getting paid. I'll bet the commissions on a product like this are substantial
1: 10 percent plus range oh i guess that's just a guess because they're unregulated they can pretty much do anything they want these are uh private products and and you, you there's a lot going on out there that is unregulated there are a lot of cons out there and please i know we're on the radio but just because somebody's on the radio doesn't mean they're telling the truth there is no vetting well, some vetting, but very little Not vetting. Much. Not much. Not much. So, matter Not of fact, much. most radio stations—if you have a check that doesn't bounce and a heartbeat—you're on. You're on. Well, a voice. You have to, have yeah, to be able to yeah, speak. Well, no, you. Yeah, you can well, actually. But you have to be able to speak. Honestly, I believe the, the computer voices are so good, you could just type your entire show. Hello Hi, and Ronald welcome Reagan to host my ripoff host my show. show next week. Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah, people do assign a credibility to the fact that we are on the air and mm-hmm. that others are on the air, too. That, that gives you credibility when in some ways it really shouldn't.
1: Yeah, although one of the things, and I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of the things that's unique about Como Radio is that they contacted us to do a show. their weekend slots they didn't just want to sell it to anybody they wanted something that was credible and that is really to KOMO's credit they wanted a credible show that was that would have a good audience and would help the rest of their station it wasn't just anything for a buck like a lot of them 855-935-TALK is our phone number Tom
0: and Don are talking
1: Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Yeah,
1: and in the heat, it is important to stay hydrated. So so the good news is that you guys have the best water. The Pacific Northwest, the Seattle area, man, uh, the water tastes so good there. Anyway, if you're looking for a lot more help than you will get on the show just by calling us at 935 talk, if you're looking for, you know, spend an hour with an advisor, we make our advisors available to everybody at no cost, with no obligation, and no, no, no pressure, no high-pressure sales pitch. So go to vestory.com dot com and set up an appointment. That's v e s t o r y dot com.